Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm Eric, and with me is Kate. Hello. Today, we're going to be playing Forest of Pengaia, designed by Thomas Franken. The art by Marcel Domka, Chris Karbach, Anna Mishanova, and Paperhead. And it is published in 2022 by Pangaea Games. Before the dawn of time, Gaia, the primal goddess of our world, gave birth to the first trees. Deeply rooted and with mighty crowns, they slowly spread over the continent of Pangaea. In their mission to make the barren land fertile, the trees grew ceaselessly, cherishing the timeless rituals of Gaia. To this day, an elemental force has been flowing through their roots and veins, bringing life to the highest heights and the deepest depths. And the mechanics are area majority influence, pattern building, set collection, and victory points as a resource. The box art? Yeah, it's, it's very uh, very pretty. It has a uh, mystical feel to it. Um, Looks like a forest, but there's light kind of shining through, um, highlighting a tree. Forests of uh, Pangaea, are we saying it like that? Uh, the last A... A little tree in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's nice. Yeah. It's got that like fantasy art style. Yeah. Very pretty. I think it would jump out at me. Yeah. I like the style. Yeah, I do too. All right. Uh, would you pull it off a shelf? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the cover is attractive and um, the theme sounds interesting. Yeah, I, I would too. It's like I said, the, the art style I like and... Um, I like nature. Yeah. So those are, those are two things I enjoy. Mm-hmm. All right. How do you think it is played? Oh, gosh. Um, okay. Uh, we are going to area majority. Yep. So we're going to take over the forest. Okay. And um, yeah, that's always interesting when these nature games have like this competitive feel to it or idea feels weird that i'm gonna try to beat you in taking over the forest and i am a little bearded elk <laughs> um are you yeah and um look at your player board yeah a, a bearded squirrel elk <laughs> <laughs> okay with wings i can fly um <laughs> Yes, and um, I have trees. I'm going to put my trees down before you do. And set collection. Uh, There are cards, so I'm going to try to get different types of trees. Uh, Pattern building is one. Pattern building. Looks like there's some weather. There's sunny days and snowy days, rainy days, windy days. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Um, firewind. Uh, how how does the wind is red? How does firewind come into the game, though? <laughs> um, I want a nice balance of different climates. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're gonna do. Okay, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the history of firewind? Oh yeah, that's not what I did. We could try <laughs> that. So I saw the title and I kept thinking it's a Pangea. Uh I think it's spelled differently, but yes, that is also, I've called it Patagonia and Pangea mostly. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you're wrong. Okay. So today we have the amazing story of Pangea. 
Uh, hello, everyone. <laughs> Today, we're going on a fascinating journey back in time to learn about a, a supercontinent called Pangaea. Pangaea was a massive landmass that existed long ago, and its story is truly extraordinary. Uh, so buckle up and get ready for an adventure through time. What was Pangaea? Class? <laughs> um, it was a supercontinent before the tectonic plates split them apart. Mm-hmm. You're, you're pretty smart for the average fifth grader. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pangaea was a supercontinent that existed around 300 million years ago during a time known as the Paleozoic and Mesozoic eras. It was uh, a time long before humans where our Earth looked very different. Pangaea was a single map, single landmass that connected almost all of the continents we know today. And how how did you think uh, Pangaea formed? Volcanic eruptions. Mm-hmm. Scientists believe that Pangaea formed through a process called continental drift. Imagine continents as huge puzzle pieces floating on the Earth's surface. Over millions of years, these puzzle pieces gradually moved apart. The movement was so slow that it's difficult to notice in our lifetime, but it happened. <laughs> I don't know if I added enough enthusiasm for that. Um, <laughs> this movement was driven by the flow of molten rock beneath the Earth's crust. <laughs> the evidence. Okay, the, give me the evidence. Okay. I don't believe you. Prove oh, your case. Uh-huh. Uh, we know about Pangaea today because scientists have discovered various pieces of evidence. Fossils, rocks, and mountains give us clues about Pangaea's existence. For example, if you look at a map, you'll notice that the coastlines of South America and Africa fit together like a jigsaw puzzle. Fossil evidence of the same plant and animal species found on different continents also supports the idea of Pangaea. Um, I was supposed to take two minutes. Right? I was supposed to add in my evidence. own details. Yeah. Uh, probably. Mm. Um, Maybe I was supposed to ask the class some more questions. Um, life on Pangaea. Uh, Pangaea was home to a diverse range of plants and animals. Were there trees? Um, however, <laughs> the climate and landscapes were different. From, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. <laughs> we're different from what we have today. <laughs> I have to stick to my script. Uh, some parts of Pangaea were covered in vast deserts, while others had lush forests. There you go. So it fits the theme of the game. Yes. Uh, dinosaurs <laughs> roamed the land. And strange looking, I didn't see any dinosaurs up here. We have no dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a time of unique creatures and environments. In conclusion, <laughs> Pangaea was a supercontinent that, yes, that existed millions of years ago when the world looked very different from what we know today. Uh, through the process of continental drift, uh, the puzzle pieces of Earth's landmasses moved apart over time, creating the continents we recognize today. Pangaea's story is like a gigantic jigsaw puzzle that scientists have place, have been piecing together using evidence from rocks, fossils, and the shapes of coastlines. It's truly amazing to imagine a time when all our continents were once connected as one. 
So the next time you look at a world map, remember that the continents were not always in their current positions. Our Earth has gone through incredible changes, and Pangaea is just one chapter in its long history. Thank you for joining me on this journey through time. I hope you enjoyed learning about Pangaea. I did. Uh, would you like to know how to play? Yes. You are the guardian of the forest, sent out to bring the first stirrings of life to the world. You're going to grow trees across the vast lands of Pangaea, or Pangaea, we're not sure, and you'll discover rituals to gain life energy. Each round, I'm going to say round, is made up of three phases. You're going to grow seeds, you're going to do spirit actions, and you're going to grow treetops. So at the start of your turn, any seeds you planted during your previous turn will grow to become trees. Uh, there's some rules around growing based on, um, you know, where they're placed and stuff. But mostly uh, this is your area control. So whoever on a tile and each tile you notice has a uh, weather type. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, just like Pen Pangea, there's deserts and there's lush um, forests forest. um, and firewind areas and firewind. So the player with the most seeds uh, on a land space, which is the four, four hex sort of tile, uh, can grow. So you have to have control over the area before you can grow there. And so then your seed will become a tree. Uh, each time you, a seed grows into a tree, um, anybody who had a seed on that land space will gain a resource token matching that uh, type. So... That's how you get resource tokens. Then your spirit action. Your spirit can do three different things. It can plant. So it can, can move to a new lake because they only exist on the lake spot of each tile. And they can plant a seed adjacent to that lake square. Uh, they can rest, which is in the lower left of your player board. There's a little spot that has a um, mm -hmm. your type. Uh, so when you rest, you're going to gain three tokens of your type. So you get sun, I'll get firewind. Um, which really, what is sun if not firewind? <laughs> <laughs> and the third thing you can do is pray. So this is when you're going to get the ritual cards, which there's three at the top of the board. And the ritual cards basically depict a pattern um, that will uh, basically is scoring. Uh, so the three types of patterns are going to be a trail ritual, which will be from one land type to another, and you have to have connecting trees going across it. Um, and these trees can be either players. And then when you score that ritual, you're going to get points based on how many of your trees are in that. Uh, um, so there's trail rituals, there's star rituals, which is basically a center one with uh, all the hexes around it. So you'll get the number based on how many trees you have around it. And then there's the peak ritual, which is you want a really tall tree. When you complete a ritual, the trees that were involved in the ritual will decay back down. So they'll like lose their height and potentially become, go back to seeds. So that's kind of the, uh, you're going to grow trees, you're going to complete a ritual, and then they'll kind of go back down. And then you kind of restart and go for a new ritual. Uh, and then the third phase is grow treetops. So uh, you can spend resources uh, based on your player board. You'll see a bunch of treetops. Uh, and they'll have a certain number of resources you need to unlock that treetop and grow a tree. Um, as you unlock enough treetops, you'll get new access to new seeds, so you can plant more and more seeds each turn, and we'll get more and more trees going. Um, that is basically the game we're going to play until um, we have done all the ritual cards, and then we'll score. Oh, and then starting player is the last person 
The player who most recently walked through a forest goes first. Oh, uh, we're tied. I think I win because I had to walk to back get the to car. the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play. We just finished a game of Force of Pangaea to recap. Kate had 28 bearded elk fairy. Bearded elk fairy points. And I had 32 firewind dragon points. Um, my strategy was to complete the rituals. Mm-hmm. I think I played my hidden ritual more, which got me more hidden ritual, like reserved rituals i guess at that point Mm -hmm. which was helpful yeah Um, yeah i didn't realize that that yeah i didn't either it just sort of worked out Mm -hmm. um but i it's also kind of like you you want to compete for the ones that are available because you don't want you know if you just do your personal one then they could be getting all the public ones Mm -hmm. so i I think it just kind of worked out in a Mm -hmm. lucky way yeah Um, did you have a strategy um no, just, you know, complete the rituals. Um, I think we were definitely still learning. So Yeah, I was still kind of figuring out. There's a good amount of strategy there, I think. Especially, mm-hmm. like, we didn't do a lot of competing in towards till the very end. Right. Which I think kind of would open up a lot more. Yeah. Um, but I think we didn't even really understand how that worked in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, we'll get so that to the that rules. Would, but I yeah. think it's just sort of our nature, too, is we sort of... Right. It seemed like there were... I think it also depends on your, your opening rituals, because, like... We had a good variety at the start, so we could sort of just do our, do one. Mm-hmm. Where I think if we had a bunch of, towards the end, they were like all overlapping. Yeah. But I did um, say even with that, because we were still learning, so we didn't, I didn't know how hard each one was or how right. many points it would get me in the beginning. I just by chance went for the the path one, and then I was like, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And like in second time round, you might be like, I'm going to go for all the path ones right. or something. It also kind of builds up because at first you only have a couple trees, so mm-hmm. it's you don't really have that much to compete with. Like if you have one seed, there's you can't really compete. Mm-hmm. But by the end, when I had four seeds and you had three seeds, then it, yeah. it gets a little more competitive. Right. And you had all your trees on the board, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, what did you think of the theme? Did you feel like a forest spirit uh, planting trees on the earth? I guess a little bit. I mean, the the game materials themselves like help you with that because you have these really nice trees so I, and seed pieces. So I felt like I was planting trees a little bit. Um, but it probably could be anything. Yeah, I mean, the fact that trees grow works because you plant the seed and then it um, grows up. I guess trees don't usually decay down one, one step at a time. Right. <laughs> Maybe not that part. Um, Just, so yeah, yeah. It, it probably could have been anything. Um, but I don't mind that it was naturey. Like mm-hmm. I'd rather trees over some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yep. yeah, probably one of, one of those. It could have been a lot of things, but what they did was was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, and trees are kind of popular because you have photosynthesis, you have bosk. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, now that time you killed me was similar with the trees and the seeds. That's true. Yeah. Um, table presence. Uh, yeah, really nice, um, nice tiles, nice art. Um, the trees are, yeah, they're, they feel very nice. They're fun to place on the board. 
I really enjoy my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Um, the tokens are cool. I like how they have the center cut. Mm-hmm. Um, tokens, those are really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think this was this is really good. It's really good production quality, and you there's nothing that's like frivolous. Like I feel like everything functions in the game. So this mm-hmm. is um, this is a really good example of like a, a high production quality game. I mean, yeah, like it could have been cardboard, but it's nice having the wood. Yeah. Uh, mechanics. Uh, what do you think of the game mechanically? <laughs> well, uh, no, I'm just thinking about us learning it too and like maybe playing it right i guess correctly i guess the mechanics to think about was sort of the i mean really it's a pattern building so you're trying to make patterns and then it's um area majority Mm -hmm. so it kind of overlaps with bosk a lot Mm -hmm. but it feels very different to bosk yeah it does at least from what i remember yeah um but it's similar similar mechanics Mm -hmm. um I kind of like it. What I like is like a lot of times we've played a lot of area majority. I usually don't love them. Mm-hmm. But what I liked is that the, the mix of area majority and the patterns yeah, made it really cool. Cause then it, it wasn't just, I need to control this area. It's I'm trying to create this line from this zone to this zone. Mm-hmm. And then I have to figure out how to like, Oh no, you've put a tree in the way. Right. And the way that then completing the ritual or completing the pattern then restarts and well not always but a lot of your trees probably are going to come down Mm -hmm. and then that affects what the other players are doing probably yeah but it doesn't feel like i like that the area majority is sort of secondary to the pattern because like Mm -hmm. you still score off of other people's tree like they don't completely block you yeah but it will impact your scoring Mm -hmm. so i I like that yeah yeah that was good because otherwise i think it would Pretty frustrating. Right, which is a lot of area majorities can be like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I mean, that's when they usually have some sort of like combat if it's like a empire building game, which is you trying to cut down my trees. Mm -hmm. But you can't do that in this game. Yeah. (laughs) So. Yeah. I think it was, it balanced pretty well in the way that like there were restrictions on what you could do, but they weren't super, super restrictive. Like even like, you know, moving your, guy around like you had to plant near him but it was pretty easy to like yeah move him or yeah and like what i said there's probably still more strategy because i feel like a a good strategic like bigger tree Mm -hmm. could be useful Mm -hmm. uh rules learning the game it's not really hard but i think part of the simplicity almost works against it because it's like it's it's so simple that there's grow actions and land tiles and like the there's two grow actions. Mm-hmm. Like there's using the same term for things. Right. I think then can be confusing because to know yeah. exactly what they mean by that term that's being used twice. There's seed growth and there's tree growth. Yeah. But they're also pretty similar. Um, and you want patterns in a land type, but a land that's, tile. Yeah. So is the rule we kind of messed text. up was uh, thinking of it as the tile piece versus the specific hex. Yeah. Um, and it didn't really impact us cause it's more on the competitive on how you put the seeds into a single tile space mm-hmm. or a single hex space. So we kind of messed that up, but I don't think it impacted cause we realized as soon as the first time we tried to compete, mm-hmm. but, um, I think it probably could have maybe changed some of the earlier strategies. Yeah. If we understood it a bit more, right? but I don't think it impacted too much, but it was, uh, and that's really no fault of the rule book. That was 
the fact that I can never play a game correctly on the first time. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we, we certainly would have done things, I think, even from the beginning differently had we known that. I think the fact that we were putting more seeds down than we probably should yeah. be able to <laughs> probably expanded us faster, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't think it really broke anything. Yeah, we just um, made our own version of the game. Yeah, so the rule book is actually really good, mm-hmm. uh, despite my inability to read it. Um, I did not have to watch a video, which I almost always do. So mm. uh, that's kind of a testament to a good rule book to me mm-hmm. <laughs> is when yeah. I don't get frustrated and start watching videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I should have watched a video because I wouldn't have messed up the rule. But, you know, I thought I knew it. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> Player interaction. Yeah, it's pretty interactive because um, we already touched on the way that um, building the patterns, you use each other's trees. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, yeah, you're definitely paying attention to what's going on on the board because the trees can, yeah, where the other person's trees are definitely influence what you're going to do. Um, yeah. And you can compete. We didn't do that until halfway or towards the end of the game, but that would, that would definitely make it interactive. What I like is that like you're you're both like interacting in the board where it's like oh, looking at the trees and studying the board and seeing what you're doing. But I'm also like trying to figure out, oh, I think she's going for this right. one. Yeah. And how will I do that? Because there was one time where I was like, I yeah. think she's going to go for the peak tree first so I can snag this yeah. um, other uh, ritual yep. before she as she focuses on the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, we got to the point where like first we had a good spread and then when we when I completed the first couple they were like all in the area you mostly had control of yeah um so I, I kind of had to like sneak in and snag some mm-hmm. um that was pretty effective yep. uh so yeah i i, I liked it it's not like you know it's it's more of an indirect style like a i don't want to say euro-y but um but i think it's a good has a good mix mm-hmm uh, would you play it again? Uh, yes. Yeah, I would. Um, I don't know if I'm just like thinking about Monica cause we listened to that recently, but I feel like it's, I have a, almost a similar answer in that it has that like calm mood to it. Mm-hmm. Like it's a very pleasant game. It's naturey, but maybe that depends on who you play with. Cause you, yeah, we could have been more competitive and there could have been some more seed offs than we had. So that would, I guess, make it maybe a little bit more lively. Yeah. It's not, um, a new favorite top of the list game, but I would play it again. It was, it was very enjoyable and worked well. Uh, I agree. I, I liked it. I'd play it again. Um, it's hard to say. Would it, I don't think I'd replace like Bosk or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that does have the cool, like leaves falling kind of thing, but they're pretty similar. Um, what do I think? Do I have any other like area control games? I don't think I own any. No. Um, they're usually not my favorite, but like you said, this was a, kind of a calm, calm one, at least for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I really like the trees. I really like the table presence. Yeah. Well. Like that alone would be like the, the reason to keep it. But yeah, I think that's what pushes me over into yeah. liking it. I think otherwise I might be right on the fence, but it's, I mean, I do like for this style of game, there's a bit more interaction. Like I like a little mm-hmm. more than Tawanaku cause there's a little bit more interaction yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Wanaku had a decent amount. So, uh, I do like that about these sort of style of games that mm-hmm. they're a little interactive. I always like when there's a shared board. Mm-hmm. It's pleasant and simple. Like, yeah. It could fit a certain niche. Yeah. All right. That was uh force of Pengaia. Um, 
If you have any recommendations of games you would like to hear our impressions on, please send them our send them our way. You can do so via email at firstturntabletop at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at firstturncast. And the podcasting camel is out in the forest planting some seeds and trees. Um, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatchers. We look forward to hearing from you. Play more games. way more pleasant than you guys killing the camel by the elephant. (laughs) (laughs) That was so mean. (laughs) I'm so angry about planting trees. (laughs) 